Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20Quartermist. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the DTOM studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. And I am your host. Don Q, how's everybody doing out there today? It is August 9th, 2022. <sighs> All right, guys. I got a couple things I want to go over real quick before we get into the show. Uh, don't know how long we're going to go today. I don't think it's going to be very long because it's getting late in the day for me, and I've got to go to bed. But I'm a little fired up because of situations that have happened in the last couple of days, especially what happened last night. But before I get into those things real quick... Guys, please, if you could share this with your friends, um, share it on your Facebook pages, your Twitters, whatever whatever social media you use. Follow us on social media, on uh, Twitter, I'm sorry, on the Facebook and the Instagram, and also on the Ticker Talker at Don't Tread on America, and on Twitter at DTOM underscore 1775, and go to our website at DontTreadOnAmerica.com for all information about the show. Interesting thing, okay, Facebook, really we just post some memes and whatnot, I do a couple of live shows every now and again, nothing nothing structured, nothing scheduled, it's kind of like when my wife has, has to work, I do a live show, so usually on a Saturday night, I don't have anything else to do, I'm not one of those going out and partying kind of guys, so um, Instagram, same thing, memes, and on the ticker talker, we do, we do drink stuff, recipes, uh, videos and whatnot. So we talked about a couple of weeks ago, we're going to start a Patreon. I just haven't had a chance to mess around with it, to be honest with you. And I know I said I would never do a Patreon um, because I don't want to be one of those shows that spends 20 minutes talking about their Patreon. But here's the deal. We're going to start the Patreon, not to necessarily make money, but for drinks. So in accordance to our DTOM files, um, that's usually when, when we do our uh TikTok drinks, um, you guys donate to the uh, Patreon and make a suggestion. Hey, drink a, you know such and such whiskey or whatever. Make this drink or that drink. Send us a recipe. We'll do a video of that. Give you a shout out on the video and on the show, and uh, and we'll drink <laughs> and we'll give you a toast. And uh, I think that's about it. So just yeah. Please and make sure you're sharing this with your friends. Give us a good review on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. And uh, now we'll get into the show. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Um, i got this little clip I want to play for you. Uh, it's a montage, if you will, given to me by one uh, Christopher J. McGillicuddy, the executive producer of the DTOM radio network. Um, here we go. Guaranteed, I promise. I've never broken my word. Anyone making less than four hundred thousand dollars will not see one single penny in their tax rate. President Biden breaking his promise not to raise taxes on the middle class. The Senate Democrats look to fast track a bill that multiple now nonpartisan experts say would raise taxes on nearly all Americans. Just give you my word as a Biden, no one making less than four 
$100,000 a year will see a penny in their taxes raised. The average tax rate for nearly every income bracket would increase. I will not impose any tax increase on people making less than $400,000. Taxes will rise by $16.7 billion in 2023 on Americans earning less than $200,000 a year. No one earning less than $400,000 a year will pay a single any more in federal tax. Joe Biden has drawn the line at $400,000 a year. The, the committee does say it would raise taxes on people below that line. News of the obvious with your host, PCGC. <laughs> Haven't done this in a while, news of the obvious, right? News of the obvious is politicians lie, especially this son of a bitch right here. Now, we talked about this about a week or so ago <clears throat> about this stupid-ass uh, inflation reduction bill that uh, isn't going to raise taxes. And then we talk, I played a montage of him saying for anyone making under $400,000. Remember, and I told you, 1% of this country makes over $400,000. That means 99% of this country makes under $400,000. And the bulk of this country, the median income in this country is under $50,000 a year. Okay? So, if they're going to raise taxes, guess who's going to get their taxes raised? You can't break it down to the 1% that makes over 400000 Okay? They play with words, they play with phrases like the 1% will pay their fair share. And most people think the 1% is millionaires, billionaires, it's not true. <laughs> the top 1% is anyone making over 400000 and that's why they use that number, 400000 The problem is, like the video said, <laughs> they're going to raise your taxes. I talked about this last week, that your after-tax income is going to go down. And I have that story again. I'm going to reiterate that. So this is... Obviously, the reason I'm talking about this is because the, well, the official name of the bill is called the Inflation Reduction Act, right? But as it's termed here, Senate passes 739 billion health care and climate change bill after months of wrangling. So where's the inflation reduction? Now, granted, it hasn't officially, it's not a law yet. Really, once it passed the Senate, it's going to pass Congress. That's not a question of whether or not it's going to pass the House. And you know Biden's going to sign it. So now that it is passed Senate, it's just a matter of time before it's a, an official bill. But Sen Senate, uh, Senate. <laughs> Senate Democrats passed their climate and health care spending package on Sunday, sending the legislation to the House and bringing Joe Biden one step closer to significant legislative victory ahead of a crucial midterm elections in November. I don't know about a legislative victory. I mean, technically it's a victory for the Dems, but is it going to help them in November? I guess that remains to be seen. If signed into law, the bill formerly known as the Inflation Reduction Act would allow $369 billion to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and invest in renewable energy resources. Experts have estimated that the climate provision of the bill will reduce America's planet heating emissions by 40% by the year 2030. Hmm. That's an interesting number compared to the 2005 levels. What about China, India, Russia, some of your biggest offenders of greenhouse gases? But no, let's, let's punish Americans for everyone else's sins. Democrats have promised the bill will lower health care costs for millions of Americans by allowing Medicare to start negotiating the price of certain expensive prescription drugs and capping Medicare recipients' out-of-pocket prescription drugs Prices at $2,000 a year. Those who receive health insurance coverage through Affordable Care Act Marketplace are also expected to see lower premium costs. The legislation includes a number of tax provisions to cover the cost of these policies, bringing the $739 billion for the government and resulting in an overall deficit reduction of roughly $30 billion. So let me back up. The legislation includes a number of tax provisions to cover the cost of these policies, 
bringing in $739 billion. I thought they weren't raising taxes. I thought there wasn't any taxes, and I thought this was already paid for. I didn't think they had to. It was paid for. The policy changes include new corporate minimum tax, a 1% excess tax on stock buybacks, and stricter enforcement by the IRS. Hmm. Today, Senate Democrats sided with American families over special interests voting to lower the cost of prescription. This is their focus. They focused on prescription drugs, health insurance, energy costs, to reduce and reduce the deficit. And while making the wealthiest corporations finally pay their fair share. Okay, so I told you before it was a 15% tax, minimum tax, on corporations that had a billion dollars in profit, which is most of your large corporations. And for and and corporations in general exist to make a profit, right? So no matter what that corporation is, they sell goods of some sort in order to make a profit. So let's take Walmart, for example. I think that's the, the example I used the other day. They've already had their own, they're in a Walmart recession, so to speak, to, well, I don't think they've lost money. They're just under their expected growth. So their numbers aren't where they want to be, but now you're going to throw a 15% excess, you know, a 15% corporate tax on them. <sighs> What do you think is going to happen, guys? I told you. Either they're going to start laying off people, which they've already announced they're doing that at home office, which doesn't seem like a big deal because, I mean, other than the 200 or so people that are going to get laid off at home at their home office, it doesn't really affect the everyday shopper to Walmart. But like I told you, it's August. The reason they're not doing layoffs at store level is because it's about to be the holiday season. I know it's August, and you're thinking it's holiday. It's not how it's August. Yeah, but surely you go into the stores, you're starting to see Halloween, and before you know it, Thanksgiving, Christmas, bam. They're not going to lay off workers in the stores because they at least need to get through Christmas. Now, mark my words. August 9th, 2022. January, you'll see these retailers start laying off people. And I'm not just talking about Walmart, I'm talking about all of them. Target, your, you know, your uh, stores in the mall, uh, your local drugstores, they're going to start laying off people. And if you've noticed, you go into any of these stores, Walmarts, Targets, uh, Dollar Generals, your local convenience stores, not the mom and pop shops, but your corporate stores, and you're seeing that these places are putting more and more self-checkouts in. Why is that? Well, even if you have a small store like a Dollar General or a Walgreens or CVS, something like that, where there might used to have been a, a manager of some sort plus an, an employee, now you might just have a manager because your employee has now been replaced by that self-checkout. Just, I'm, I'm telling you, go to your local Walmart. Most of these Walmarts are going through remodels. And as they go through, re <laughs> through remodels, they are adding more and more Self-checkouts, the one here by my house. It's like mostly all self-checkouts. Okay? <laughs> so, remember, a few years back, you'd go to Walmart, there might be five registers open. You'd be like, this is bullshit, there's only five registers open. Now there's 20 registers open. <laughs> you just got to check out yourself. It's going to just keep matriculating. So, become... Uh, I don't want to read any more of this article... Private. It's all about insurance here. They're not really getting to the crux of the situation. So, since this article doesn't want to really get into the the meat and potatoes of the uh, of what it is, I'm going to go to this article here from the Tax Foundation. This is the details and analysis of the Senate Inflation Reduction Act. So, I already talked about this particular article, but it's more legitimate. It's actual, <laughs> the nuts and bolts. It's not just parts that they want you to hear to make it sound good. So, where is it at here? So, uh, we estimate the Inflation Reduction Act would cause, reduce long-run economic output by about 
1% and eliminate about 30,000 full-time jobs. It will also reduce average after-tax incomes for taxpayers across every income quintile over the long run. By reducing long-run economic growth, this bill may actually worsen inflation by constraining the productivity capacity of the economy. So, where's the reduction? I mean, it's not looking for a major gain, but there's no reduction. And if it slows the economic growth, well, so what does that mean? We're going to have a third quarter of negative GDP? So, the bill would increase federal revenues by about $656 billion over the budget window before accounting for $352 billion expanded tax credits for individuals and businesses, resulting in a net revenue increase of about $304 billion. See, and the funny thing is, they throw these words billion, 656, 739, 304, da, da, da. That sounds like a lot of money, and it is. I'll take $1 billion. But when the deficit's at, what, 20, 30-something trillion, this is a drop in the bucket in, in the grand scheme of things. So, uh, excluding anticipated revenue from increased tax compliance and then drug uh, pricing provision, the bill would lose about $126 billion in revenue over the budget window. So, major tax provisions. Individual income tax extends the required holding period for the carry interest to be taxed as long-term gains from three years to five years for taxpayers with an adjusted gross income of equal to or greater than 400000 extends, expands insurance premium credits provided by the ACA. Um, okay, corporate, in, we talked about this, corporate and international taxes, 15% minimum per hundred billion, or per $1 billion profit. Other tax proposals, modifies, extends, creates, variety of tax credits for green energy and other efforts. So as you do green energy, like I told you guys last week, I'm getting solar put in. At the DTOM studios, try and save with that electric bill. And we're getting a pretty good tax credit, you know, when I do my taxes next year, so whatever. I'm just doing it to save on it because that electric bill is just steadily getting higher. There's natural gas, it's just boom, boom, boom. So this was interesting. I talked about this. Raises the Superfund tax on crude oil and imported petroleum to 16.4 cents per barrel. So we're already having high gas prices, but let's add a tax to it. Significant tax proposals not modeled expands IRS enforcement funding by about $80 billion. Okay? And that's where I want to go. The majority of the people in this country that face um, audits by the IRS are people that usually make under $100,000 a year. Okay, and it's not because they're doing anything wrong. Maybe they missed a decimal point, put a zero in the wrong space, whatever. It's nothing major. Like we hear the word, I'm being audited by the IRS and people freak out and you panic. But, and this is something I'll probably get into in a show I'm going to do for for next week when I'm on vacation, you know, and we've talked about this in the past about great, great resets, new world orders, Klaus Schwab, you'll own nothing and like it type thing. Um, and, and like I said, not not to dwell on this, but the one one of the government agencies that is capable of confiscating property from you is the IRS. If they claim that you owe them a certain amount of money, they can take your house, they can take your cars, they can take your property. That is the highest budgeted government agency is the IRS, is the Department of Treasury, I should say. And now we're adding $80 billion to them for enforcement funding. What do you think that means? Enforce tax whatever. Now, they're going to spin it as, oh, it's because of these corporations. We're going to tax them, and we're going to expect them to pay. And if they don't pay, we're going to send the Gestapo for them. And, uh, or is it, if you don't file those taxes by April 15th, there's a knock on the door, buddy. 
Where's our money? But it's an interesting. <laughs> so some of some of the uh, the um, departments, government agencies, I should say, that have benefited from this bill. Now they talked about the IRS, but also the Department of Interior, the Department of um, what were they? And they were some departments. I do know that. Let me look real quick here. Give me, give me, give me a second here. Wasn't that one? They sent it to me yesterday. Was it this one? Okay, so um, IRS. We talked about that, and I've talked about the guns and the ammo that they purchased. And I'm gonna get into that in a second. And that was the IRS, 4,500 um, 4, arms, different caliber arms, 5 million rounds of, um, <clears throat> of ammunition. But like I said, there's, there's also other government agencies that not a lot of people are talking about that also benefiting from this bill and also arming themselves uh, stocking up on guns and ammo. Now, those are Social Security Administration, Small Business Admin, um, National Weather Service, I told you, the Department of Interior, and then one other department, National Archives and Records Administration. So why did I, why do I bring that up? Why is that one coming up? And we'll get into that in a second. So remember, the... Uh, the uh, archives, what was it called again? Uh, National Archives and Records Administration. Okay, so remember that. Because uh, we'll get into that in a second. So, um, you also have um, the Department of Veteran Affairs, HHS. So, why are these non-law enforcement agencies, you know, Department of Interior, you think, okay, what is that? So that's, you know, that can be, that's a broad spectrum, but it can also be your parks and, you know, parks and recreation, your your uh, park rangers and stuff like that. I don't know, last time I was at a park, I don't remember those guys being armed, right? So, but you get like, you get um, Department of Defense, you get um, the FBI, you get <laughs> some of these places needing to be armed, Right, Homeland Security, Justice Department, um, Department of Defense, right, Customs and Border, Immigration, FBI, FDLE, um, and the and the ATF. I understand those guys being armed, and Amy, I get that. But why the Department of Interior? Why the Archives? Why the IRS? Why Social Security? Why are these agencies? needing to be armed. Like I would think if if you were in any of those departments, IRS, Interior, Archives, whatever, and there's a situation that calls for law enforcement to be involved, wouldn't you get with the FBI or whoever to come, you know, the US Marshal Service, whatever the case may be? Why are we arming uh, IRS agents, National Archives agents? And then it brings you to the events of yesterday. What happened yesterday? I don't know. A lot of things. No. So, we have a story, right? I'm sure you've heard about this. This isn't breaking news. It's nothing I just unlocked. It's something they woke up to. But uh, the FBI raided Trump's home down in Mar-a-Lago, right? Why? So, this story is out of, um, out of CNN. And it's interesting, their title. The reason I wanted to... I haven't actually read this article, so bear with me. Um, but the, the heading of it is Extra, Extraordinary Political Storm Unleashed by the FBI Search of Trump's Florida Home. So I'm, cu I'm curious why they titled it like that. So the FBI Search of Donald Trump's Florida Resort is an extra, extraordinary historic development given that the targeted a former president of the United States and set off a political uproar he could use to stoke his likely 2024 White House bid. In the past, political investigators 
investigations have been threatened. Trump over, uh, have only increased his superpower appeal to supporters, but federal agents on Monday acted on a judge-approved warranty which suggests that they had probable grounds to believe a crime had been committed. They focus on Trump's offices and personal quarters at Mar-a-Lago, the winter residence while former president was away in um, New York. Monday's search was related to possible mishandling of presidential documents, potentially some were classified, that may have been taken to Trump's home, the subject of one of two Justice Department investigations related to the former president. The news was one of the most staggering twists yet in the story of Trump, who was impeached twice. And, uh, and, and of course, CNN, right, incited a mob riot to overturn the 2020 election and cons- uh, constantly tore at the guardrails of his office and democracy during a single term and afterward, like no other president. It threatened to inject new toxins of political life. Blah, 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 blah. Trump seizes on the search, firing up supporters, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so what are they saying happened? Or what they're saying what they what were they looking for? Okay, so basically what it boils down to is there there's a lot of people well, I'll read this article. So it the heading on this is from the Hill. What is the Presidential Records Act? Okay, so why is that the title? Well, they're saying that he took presidential records to his home in in uh, Mar a Lago. And that's what this is all about. Now I have a conspiracy theory on what those documents are. And I'm going to get into that in just a second. And um, I I will say this about that conspiracy theory. (laughs) It is rather far-fetched, but it is an interesting one nonetheless. And I'll tell you why. So former President Trump announced on Monday the FBI officials executed a search warrant on his Mar-a-Lago residence, a dramatic step he called not necessary or appropriate. Eric Trump, one of of the former president's son, yeah, okay. <laughs> said during an interview later on Monday that the search warrant was tied to documents sought by who? The National Archives. Okay, so it's interesting. We just talked about one of the branches of the government that's been arming up, has been given extra funding, is who? The National Archives. So, the National Archives essentially is uh, you go, if you want to go to Washington, D.C. and look at the, uh, doc, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, Declaration of Independence or the Constitution or those types of historic documents, they're in the National Archives. Okay. So what could Trump have taken that was classified but necessary for the National Archives to to come a knocking. So it was reported earlier this year that the National Archives asked the Department of Justice to conduct a probe into Trump's handling of his presidential records after more than a dozen boxes, which included classified information and under, president, un, and under the Presidential Records Act, were found to be required to remain with the government record keepers. Um... Presidents, their immediate staff, and those whose role is to aid and advise the president are required to maintain and turn over certain records following their time at the White House under this act. The documents included under the act includes any documentary materials relating to political activities of the president or members of the president's staff, but only if such activities relate to or have a direct effect upon carrying out of constitutional, statutory, or other official or ceremonial duties. So, <clears throat> on Twitter and different things, you'll see, oh, he's he took stuff because of January 6th, and he's trying to hide stuff. Okay, well, I'll say this about that. Let's assume for a minute that January 6th was a planned insurrection and that Trump had full intention for what happened to happen. Let's just assume for a second that's the case. Do you honestly think anywhere in this world that shit's on paper? I mean, you can say what you want about Trump and you can say what you want about anyone else that that was in his inner circle. 
do you honestly think these people are that stupid that they would write something down? Okay, on January 6th, this is what we're going to say. This is what we're going to do. And I already talked to the Proud Boys, and they're going to make sure they're doing this, and they're going to make sure they don't. That's no. Come on, guys. Come on, man. You're not, you're being stupid. So, carrying out of constitutional, statutory, or other official ceremonial duties. So, that would be any kind of laws he signed, any uh, executive orders he signed, uh, those, you know, duties of the president. Paperwork that he might just have wouldn't necessarily have that stuff on it, which leads me into the conspiracy theory. And I'm not going to get there yet. Not yet. Just hang on. So after the president leaves the office, the archi- uh, archivist, archivist, is that right? Receives those records and maintains access to those documents which are later placed in a depository. The act provides exemptions to instances where records can be shared with certain individuals, including members of Congress. After 12 years, those records become public. There are big penalties for those documents removed or destroyed. U.S. Code says that whoever having the custody of such recording, proceeding, map, documents, paper, or other thing willfully and unlawfully conceals, removes, (laughs) mutants, Mutilates, obliterates, falsifies, or destroys. So you mean mutilate or obliterates kind of like pouring bleach bit on 30,000 emails? Kind of like that, maybe? Secretary of State? No? Or destroys the same. Shall be fined $2,000 up to three years in prison. Or shall forfeit his office and be disqualified from holding any office under the United States. So ultimately this whole thing, much like January 6th. So here's the deal. I've been saying this since... January 7th, <laughs> or ever since they made the, the the committee of the January 6th committee, this has nothing to do with anything but to not have Trump be president, period. That's all that January 6th crap's about. That's fading. There's nothing holding anything up there. So what's the next best thing? Do this. So you go in there with a broad spectrum of a uh, FBI warrant, search warrant, saying you're looking for whatever, you grab everything you can that's on a piece of paper in his office. You break a safe. I don't know that that makes a difference. I know search warrants get served and shit gets broken and it's, it kind of is what it is. I don't think there's much statute on that. And, uh, But nonetheless, they're going to comb through all that paperwork and uh, let there be one thing in there that shouldn't be in there. Just one thing. The whole point is to disqualify him from holding any office under the United States. That's all this is about. Though some of these punishments are not often enforced, of course there's a lot of things that normally aren't enforced, but (laughs) here we are, kind of like contempt of Congress. You know, right, Eric Holder? Right? Wasn't he Attorney General? He was in contempt of Congress, but (laughs) no bubbles, no trouble. Steve Bannon? Arrested. The punishment of barring Trump from holding office be especially noteworthy given that Trump has teased the idea of running for president again in 2024. Some legal experts believe that there might be limits to how much this could actually affect Trump, though. Yes, I recognize the legal challenge that application of this law to the president would garner since qualifications are set in Constitution, but the idea that the candidate would have to uh, litigate this during the campaign, in my view, is a blockbuster American politics, Mark Elias, <laughs> interesting, top former lawyer of Hillary Clinton, right? The FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago on Monday came on the same day the New York Times reporter Maggie Haberman tweeted out photos to corroborate her previous reporting in the forthcoming book that the White House staffers regularly found ripped up printed paper clogged in the toilet in the presidential residence during Trump's administration, which could also be a violation of this act. So he tears up a piece of paper. Anything he wrote down is his presidential record, evidently. All right. On to the conspiracy theory. Are you guys ready? I don't think you are. Um, interesting side note. I did see this. Chris sent me this, and now I'm reading it here. Florida judge who approved FBI raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago once represented Jeffrey Epstein's employees. Interesting. All right. I don't think you are ready for this conspiracy theory, so I'm going to tell you next week. All right, guys, you have a great... No, I'm joking. 
You ready? Came across a little thing. Now, like I told you, I get on TikTok, I'll scroll. I get on Twitter, I'll scroll. And anything that I can, that I see that's crazy, like, oh, this is crazy. What is this? You know? So I'll dig. So one of the things was this. So allegedly, I'm not going to say this definitely happened. This is the conspiracy theory in what I'm going to say. So some people are saying that Trump uh, fashioned, or or I don't know if that's the word I'm going to look for, but penned a new Declaration of Independence. An independence for this United States to be free of the United States corporation. So a lot of people will tell you that the United States isn't a sovereign nation in which we are told it is and believe that it is, that it's a corporation, right? You'll hear stories about the flags being with the gold trim and whatever. Be that as it may, whatever. So let's assume that this conspiracy theory is, is true. So supposedly this this document was fashioned declaring its independence from U.S. corporation to be a free and sovereign nation like it was back in 1776. Be free of corporate rule, rid of the mass media corporations. Because, you know, you can say, oh, well, that's freedom of press. He's trying to get rid of freedom of press. No, most of your major news networks, all of them, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, NBC, CNN, or I already said that, um, CB, CBS, ABC, those, all those news corporations are ran and owned by corporations. Mind you, profitable <laughs> corporations. They're not news agencies in the sense that they were 50 years ago. So, rid the, the free America of these corporations... Now, when Chris and I were talking about this earlier today, so Trump and 10 other people signed this document. Now, like I said, this is all alleged. I don't, this isn't, I got proof here's a document. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying this is an idea being floated out by some people. Now, this document would be considered under this National Archives presidential record situation. But it would it would be a a catch twenty two get this document out of out of his hands and maybe destroy it whatever file it file away whatever. But I went into a deeper thing here. I said I wonder who the ten people were that signed that. L- l- assuming this document exists and this is real, let's assume just for shits and giggles it's a real document. Where? Or I'm sorry, who were the 10 people, Trump, and who else signed it? So then I started thinking, well, could this have anything to do with all the raids? Roger Stone, Giuliani, Bannon, you know, who I I tried to find information on who all's been raided, you know, who of Trump's inner circle that's been raided by the FBI, you know, not knowing the 10 other people that signed this document it makes me wonder if this document truly exists and Trump and 10 other people signed it, did, is, could that be a reason why, why those people's houses were raided by the FBI in a similar fashion? I don't know. I'm just asking a question. But it is interesting that in the... 200 and almost 50 years of this country and the well we we won't count Biden because his presidency isn't over yet the 45 presidents that we've had in this country we've never had a situation like this and to put it bluntly and point blank the reason this is happening is because they do not want this guy in the office again And and I talked to this you know this is my thought process on all this In my lifetime, and I'm not going to say my whole lifetime, but since I can recall 
presidents being presidents. So like uh, of memory, I remember uh, Reagan and Bush and then Clinton and then Bush and then Clinton. No, but, you know, I remember those presidencies. You know, Reagan did his eight years. Bush came in when Bush left and Clinton came in. I don't recall there being in and I'm using Bush and Clinton for this example that Bush only did four years. Daddy Bush. So, yeah, technically, I guess he could have ran again. Right. But he didn't. Whatever. But every time if you've noticed, with the exception of Trump, every time someone's became president, no matter if it was going from Republican and it pretty much flip flops like that. Right. You go Republican, Democrat, Republican, Democrat, usually flip flops like that. In in my time, I can never recall it going from um, Bush to Clinton, from Clinton to Bush, from Bush to Obama. I don't remember anybody just losing their absolute shit over whoever became president. And not really knowing anything about it, but now that you look back on stuff, you realize that these people... You know, the Obamas, the Bushes, the Clintons, they're all in the same group. It doesn't matter that they're Republicans or Democrats. It doesn't matter. The reason everyone lost their shit in 2016 was because Trump was not supposed to be president. It was supposed to be one of two people. And those two people had a Bush behind their name <laughs> and a Clinton. It was either going to be Jeb or Hillary. And it wasn't supposed to be Trump. So when Trump won, you remember... The screaming, the, the yelling, the crying, the, the people lost their shit. And then the people in Washington, not like the Joe Schmoes like us, but the, the, the rhinos, the, the swamp creatures, whatever you want to call them, the, the Republican swamp creatures, the Democratic swamp. These aren't people. These aren't, these aren't our people. I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat. They're not our people. They were losing their shit, no matter what their letters were. Why? Because Trump wasn't one of them. Okay? And you saw it for four years. They constantly threw shit at him. He cheated. He did this. It was Russian this and Russia that. And it was this and it was that. It was constant. Boom, 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 boom. Constant barrage of fuckery. Then he leaves doesn't leave peaceful. He's like, I'm not, I'm not done. I'm going to be president again. No, the fuck you are. We're going to do everything we can over these next four years to make sure you can't be president again. It's a damn wonder they haven't tried to kill his ass. I'll be honest with you. And maybe they have. I don't know. I'm just saying it's, it's a wonder that, that he's still alive. I'll be honest with you. Um, but to, to go through these extremes, there's got to be something there. It can't just be what it looks like. And and they're really starting to go hard on, on DeSantis because I think they feel like he's going to do the same thing. Um, it's, it's interesting to think about. So, <laughs> in my opinion, you know, I don't want to lose DeSantis as a governor. You know, he's running now. More than likely, he's going to win. Um, I think he'd make a great president. In all honesty, I, I wouldn't mind Trump being in there again. If DeSantis was his vice, whatever, then DeSantis took over on the backside. Uh, I can live with that. But the interesting thing would be, and the reason they don't want Trump in there is because he knows. He knows where he fucked up. He knows the people that he can't trust. He knows these people now. He, I can't believe he would make the same mistake and bring in the wrong people. And they know this. They know that if he comes in, it's going to be a whole nother story. But it leads me back to the division in this country sowed by this fucking president that we have right now. And I, and I say president, I don't think Biden has anything to do with this. I, he's just a fucking puppet. He literally is a puppet. He's a shell of a man. He, it's, it's the they. We're going to go to war. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you this, but that's going to happen. Whether it happens this year or next year, if we're going to go to war. And 
It's all been set up by our own government to enable Russia to do what they did to Ukraine, to provoke China to take that final whatever to Taiwan. But why? But and the thing is, is you're dividing the country here. You're dividing your people on top of you're going after our guns. And I talked about this. Is there any wonder if Biden is such in bed with the CCP, you want to disarm us? If this, if we do go to war, if there is a World War Three, and I've said this to Chris because we were talking about it, he goes, is our, is our military ready for that? You know, my Ameri- American patronage wants to say, yes, I want to believe that, you know, patriotically speaking, yes, we're America. You can't beat us. I want to believe that. But the real, realistically, as we've kicked members of our military out for not wanting to be vaccinated, and we've turned to a woke agenda, I don't know if our military can go to war and, and win. And I said this. This was my set talk this I talked with this to Chris, and this was my projection. If we go to war and it is a true World War Three, China, Russia, Iran versus NATO, right? Um we will, this country will be invaded. This will be in my this is just my prediction. This is just the way I see things. I'm not saying who, I'm not saying it'll be China or Russia, both of them, neither of them. I don't know. I'm just saying I pred- I predict that this will be the first time that war is fought with a foreign entity on these lands since the Revolutionary War. Or probably since the War of eighteen twelve, I should say, but nonetheless. So it's been 200 years, 200 plus years since a foreign entity has done battle on this land against the United States. So why would they want to take our guns away? 300 some odd million guns owned in this country, legally owned in this country by 10% of this country's Patriots, you're going to need us to be armed. So why? Why is this stuff happening? I don't know. This is the most fucked up I can ever remember things being in this country. In in everything. The, the, the barrage of going after President. I mean, they didn't even go after Nixon this bad. And he was legitimately found guilty. And he was legitimately impeached. Go home. You're no longer president. Impeached. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but here we are. This is war. This is war on people. And they're going after Trump. They're going after his people. They're going to go after you guys next. <laughs> and I say you guys like I'm not one of them. I'm going to be right there with y'all. All right, guys. With that being said, <laughs> I'll end it on a happy note, right? <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> Joking. What I am going to say this, though. Get prepared. Guys, I've, I've talked about this. I'm not pimping any emergency food, whatever. I'm not pimping any ammo gun stores. and I'm not doing that. You know where you can buy your stuff. I don't care if you go to the grocery store. I've t- told you this time and time again. By the way, there's going to be a turkey shortage this year. I've heard that one. So I know it's August. It's still early, but keep that in mind. Start preparing for anything. You can buy canned food. You can buy stuff that's not going to go bad. You can store it in a closet. You know, rotate it, whatever. If you you own guns, you probably have enough guns. I don't need to sit here and tell you what to buy. But maybe... Stock up on some ammo. I don't know. Stock up on survival stuff. Camping equipment. We don't know what's going to happen. Spend a little money now and you'll need it later. Maybe you won't. Maybe you won't need it. The worst, like, I mean, I've heard this before. The worst day in your life will be the day you throw that shit away because you didn't need it. 
right? But what did I say? It's better to have it and not need it and need it and not have it. So, all right, guys. So please, whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please give us a good rating and subscribe to the show and uh, share this with your friends. Follow us on the social media platforms as long as they exist. And we get shadow banned like a mother, so that's why you really need to follow us on these platforms. On uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Don't Tread on Marca. On the Instagram, I'm sorry, the Twitter machine there at uh, PCGC, I'm sorry, <laughs> DTOM underscore 1775. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's PCGC underscore 1775. Other than that, guys, you guys have a great day. It is August 9th, 2022. We're really trying to work hard on bringing you our part two of False Flags DTOM files. Hopefully, we'll have that for you by Friday. Uh, we're having some issues at the workplace, so barring uh, no issues and, uh, you know, God willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll, uh, we'll get that show to you for Friday. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you again. If Well, you know, even if we don't get the DTOM files, I'll, I'll talk to you again Friday. So one way or the other, you'll hear from us. So you guys have a great day, and we'll probably go over the inflation numbers because that comes out on the 10th tomorrow. So I'm sure they'll be a dandy. All right, you guys, you have a great day, and I'll talk to you again later.